Hello everyone. Today all about finding the sources of money so you can start investing in real estate. As a single professional, I had debt and no savings after my divorce. I always wonder how I can start investing in real estate to secure my future. I studied programs that gave me all the benefits of investing in real estate. Some claim I could start with no money, but I could not find one that gave me the practical, actionable steps I needed. As a wealth advisor, I've met people that own real estate, but weren't ahead financially. They were rich, but they weren't wealthy. Then I finally realized that there was one vital component missing that makes someone become wealthy or not. And on the show, I will reveal what I found and give you the step-by-step -step actions to start investing in real estate and increase your wealth. My name is Araceli. Let's get started. Wow. So the biggest issue for most people is how they're going to get started. And that means finding the money to start investing in real estate, mostly for the dumb bear. So I'm going to talk to you about three sources of money that you would use the most. Number one, it's obviously your own money. So if you have savings, you may want to use that because then you don't have to pay an interest to anybody. Then you can do it. If you don't have enough money, you can find a partner that is going to be doing it with you so that you can split the cost. The next one, and that is not very common, is sellers. Sellers that they are going to be basically cashing out in their investment may be willing to help you with that. So let's explore the, um, the options. So first, for your own money, resource number one, it could be your life insurance policy. If you had a whole life policy for a while, you may have some cash value inside that you may be able to borrow from. You also can't use it as a collateral when you're applying for a loan. That's unusual, but it's worth to explore with your wealth advisor. Resource number two, advance on your salary. If you work for a big company, you may have this as a benefit. It could be for current employees that have been working for the company for years or for retired employees. Check out with your HR department and see if they have that option. Number three, maybe you can sell some unneeded personal property. Maybe you have a boat that is not working and that is just collecting dust. You may have unused appliances that you no longer need. Maybe you have a trailer as well that is getting old and you don't lower want it. That might be enough to jumpstart that down payment. Number four, this probably one of the most common one is to refinance a property that you already own. If you already have an investment property, you can also refinance your own personal property. If you had your principal residence for a while, you may have large equity and that might be enough to 
get you into the next investment property. Number five, future inheritances or trusts. If you know that you have an inheritance coming to you or you have a trust set up, you may be able to borrow against it. That's something that is worth exploring. You may or may not be able to do it, but check in with your lawyer, it won't hurt. And you might be able to find some other sources that you can use to buy that property. Number six is a HELOC or a home equity line of credit. If you own your personal residence, you may be able to set up a HELOC for the equity that is accumulated in your property. The good thing about a HELOC is that it works like a credit card. And if you need to use the funds, you don't have to requalify. So as soon as you repay it, then the funds are available to you instead of doing a refinance. In Canada, we can borrow money from RRSPs under the Home Buyers Program. And you can repay that money back in 15 years. Every individual is entitled to take up to $35,000 from their RSP. And if you do have a partner that has also funds there, you may have available another $35,000 for a total of $70,000. Number eight, the bank of mom and dad. It is no surprising to know that Canadians are having a hard time putting together down payment to start buying real estate. So they are going back to their parents and ask for money. This is something that a lot of people are doing. And if you are one of them, just ensure that you have that donor letter and that, that the down payment that they are giving you, it is transferred to your own account so you can send that to your mortgage broker to ensure that you qualify for it. Another way that you can do this it's by getting a partner. If somebody else wants to start investing with you, it could be your brother, it could be your friend, it could be another family member, that they have a little bit of money but they don't have enough themselves and, they, and you don't have enough. So you can put it together and buy a property together to start investing in real estate. You may or may not want to live there but if it is a property that you're gonna use as an investment property, you can collect rents and split the profit. You also can have silent partners, or they are also called money partners. And these people have the money, but they don't have the time or the interest to do any of the transactions. So if you can do the active part of it and they can give you the funds and split the profits, that would be a sweet deal. And the last one is you can also approach sellers. Depending on where they are in life and depending on their goals, they may be able to give you uh, the opportunity to buy the property and secure the sale of the house by getting the funds from you on a monthly basis. So they will get their payment for the mortgage and they will get either an additional payment or an extra monies put into the payment for maybe one or two years, depending on the deal that you can negotiate with them. This is advantageous for a lot of people that are retiring and that they don't have a mortgage anymore in the property. So they really are not putting money out of their pockets to sustain the property. 
However, they would like to have the cash flow coming in. So that's where you come in. And if that's what they're looking for, you might be the solution. The second thing is also if they're not sell they're selling the property in stages. So every year you're giving them money and they don't have to pay all of these to the tax men all at once. So they may be open to do this with you. So it's worth exploring. Talk to the seller and see if there's anything that you can negotiate with them. Just to give you a summary, so the three sources that you can use to find money for your next property or your first property is first of all your own money and we explore a few places that you can find that money. The second is partners and the third is sellers. I hope that this gives you some ideas of where you can start. Let me know if you have any other sources of funds for your next property. Thank you for being here on the show. Please remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell to get notified when there are more shows available. And if you would like to have more information on how to start investing in real estate, please visit my website at www.arisalihernandez.com. Thank you.